0: Hello everyone, my name is April L. Butcher and I am your mother on social and I'm joined with my husband.
1: Brian Butcher.
0: And we are Common Sense on Social. Common Sense on Social is a space we've created where common sense is common and thrives here on social media. We offer common sense commentary to things happening in the world, in pop culture and in these internet streets. So if that interests you, Keep on listening. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and let's get into the caca. Hello, everyone. How are you guys doing? How's everybody doing in podcast land today, this evening or this night, whatever time of the day it is that you are joining? So I know you guys have been waiting for this podcast today. I haven't really been on YouTube because I've been just waiting for my um, computer to decide to act right. But there's something really groundbreaking that I want to share with you guys on YouTube. I may do a video tomorrow regarding the whole Virgil comment. Okay. But tonight we want to talk about yay or nay. Are we for or against the Kanye. Okay. So I wanted to take a little, I'm not going to say deep dive. I'm going to say we just going to dive off the deep end because that's what Kanye made us feel like the last 24 hours. Okay. So we want to come on and touch bases about the shirts, Candace, 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 K- Candace. Okay. And um, some of the comments that Ye has said. Also touch a little bit on the Vogue situation too. And um, let's get into it. So Brian, you want to start off?
1: Hello everyone. Yeah. Uh, So a lot going on today, obviously, in the last couple of days with Mr. Ye, formerly known as Kanye West. Um, Yeah, so those shirts... Hot button issue, breaking the internet type information, white lives matter, on black shirts with white letters, on white shirts with black letters. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, a lot going on there, a lot to unpack, a lot of different things to think about, different ways to view it. So at first, let's just get it and address it at the very beginning. So Candace Owens went with Kanye to the fashion event in Paris, right?
0: Wherever it was. I I can't keep up with all these fashion shows, Fashion Week.
1: Needless to say.
0: It was in Italy. No, Paris, Paris.
1: Yeah, so they had those shirts on, and it sparked a lot of conversation, a lot of buzz. And for me, I think it's a pretty smart idea. I think the first time we saw it, I told April, I was like, you know, either he's extremely crazy Or he's extremely intelligent because of the fact of he knew that that shirt, the design, would spark conversation, whether it's positive conversation, negative conversation, or a little bit of both. He knew exactly what he was doing when he made that design and put it out there. So I know you were doing a little more research about, you know, the situation with the Pope and all that.
0: Okay, so let me bring it in because... Okay, let me bring it in. Now, let me make y'all understand something. I'm a deep thinker. I am not a sheep. I march to the beat of my own drum. And just like Kanye said, he cannot be managed, okay? I'm a person who cannot be managed when it comes to my thoughts. You cannot manage me. You, you cannot put me in a pen. You can't put baby in the corner, Okay. Now, when I first saw the article from TMZ, what stood out to me is that in that article from TMZ, they said that Kanye rambled on about Elvis. Okay. And I thought to myself, Elvis, Elvis. Okay. I see the correlation. I didn't hear the full conversation, but I see the correlation. Now, first thing I asked Brian is, what's, because Brian called me all upset. he done lost his mind like why is he do hold up what's the context what was going on why could they possibly have the shirts on now when I first saw it it was only Kanye at first then eventually the picture of him and Candace surfaced so in my mind I'm like okay what's on the front of the shirt because that's why I could decipher what's going on here So I said, do you have a picture of the furniture? Brian said, no, I'll go find it. I said, don't worry about it. I'll go find it myself. I did some snooping. It was a picture of Pope John Paul. I said, okay, it's not Trump. So this has a deeper meaning than what everybody else is losing their minds off of. Now, in my mind, I started laughing The minute I saw Kanye and Candace together and Candace was looking at Kanye, well, yay, laughing, I said, checkmate, okay? Check freaking mate. Because I told y'all when she first went on her podcast and mentioned that Kim was a prostitute. These are Candace's words, not mine. I said, Candace is working on something behind the scenes. I told y'all, Candace has access to people, not just things, but people, okay, that we can't even reach. Candace got a lot of connections in, in, in uh, D.C., right? I told y'all. Candace was working on something because to make such a bold statement, there's definitely some smoke. And I also told y'all a couple months ago when Kanye first was going in with the whole Pete situation and he finally calmed down was because this stuff called be used in court. Allegedly, you know, at the end of the day, you don't always have to be the person crusading. You can have a lot of moving pieces to help you reach your point. And I feel like Candace was that piece that, because you have to understand some, a lot of the demise and a lot of the downfalls of people come at the hands of two or more people who equally dislike a person. Am I lying? That's right. So if you have a person like Candace who can't stand Kim, you have a person like Kanye who is fighting for his kids, that is a pretty dynamic duo. And I told y'all when Candace got involved and started doing all these videos on the Kardashians, I told my audience that something was a brewing. And it proved on yesterday that this is what was coming to roost. They were working behind the scenes. Trust and believe the SEC ain't just gonna do something like this. The SEC is not just gonna come out and make a statement that took over the internet. And you know what Kanye and Candace did? They snatched the internet from her yesterday. Because you have to understand, when that press came out about Kim having to pay that $1.3 million judgment, okay, that settlement, Kim immediately posted to Instagram about her true crime show. She posted that the podcast is live now on Spotify. And what they did was checkmate. What Kim has done to so many people over the years, you guys know this to be true. What happened with Will Smith? Okay. What did Kim do the weekend Will Smith and Chris Rock had that situation? The Monday morning, Kim decided to get on Good Morning America or the Today Show, whatever it was, and come out and give her a little apology about why she said women need to get up off their ass and go to work. Okay. Okay. Now, nobody was checking for her. This was weeks of that statement going around the internet, circulating, and people getting offended. And then, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, on the most epic weekend of all creation, you decide to come out and say, I apologize, guys. So they snatched it from her. And what happened? Candace came out today and said, That was the whole point. The whole point of this was to say, y'all would let a t-shirt get y'all so mad that we broke the internet today. We proven our theories. Y'all have to understand they are doing research. They are doing research to see how people on social media react to certain pictures, certain, you know, jaw dropping type content. And see, let's see how far we could get people enraged.
1: I think Kim is, is a, you know, an opportunist. She saw that opportunity, like you said, and tried to run with it. But I think the, the irony of it all is with what you just said. The last time Kim was able to hang her hat on talking about breaking the Internet is, remember, she took that picture with the outfit and the champagne glass mm-hmm. and it broke the Internet? And here it is, you have a situation where there's actually an issue and, and something to spark conversation politically. And they broke the internet as well. So if, if there's one way to damage, affect, or even let Kim show you that she's bothered, is challenge her at what she thinks she does best. Right. And I think taking that shine <laughs> from her is, it, that's probably one of the worst things you could do to her. I think this the is the first of time
0: somebody has shot her ego up. Exactly. You know, on the on the the heels of a launch coming with new products, and then on top of that, her true crime series, which looks boring as hell. This was a shot to her ego. Absolutely. And also a shot to her brand, because I look, y'all, I don't get into I only research the things that have me questioning things. I'm not going to research. How does this affect Kim's law degree law? I know she does. She's not getting a law degree, y'all. Whatever apprenticeship, whatever the hell she's doing. Okay. Whatever world domination she's trying to do. All of this stems back to the fact that Kim wants to prove to the world that she can go from being this sex object to now being this mogul or this politician. And it's no different than what Kanye was telling everybody back then when he was trying to run for office. Is that what, that's what he believed in when he saw, when he was going with Trump is the fact that Trump could say whatever you want, do whatever you want and still become president of the United States. So Kim is on that same train, no matter how much people want to deny it. It is the same exact train. I'm going to prove to the world that, yeah, y'all thought I was just some sex object. Y'all thought I was just hooking up with Ray J or whatever. Yes, my mama pimped me out, but who cares? I'm here. I'm here. She just like uh, Whoopi Goldberg on the color purple. I'm here. I'm here. Rolling out, you know, with should because she want to go sing. Like, stop already. Okay, now when it comes to the shirts and the white lives matter, when I initially saw the shirts and the mention of Elvis, because you got to remember TMZ reported that he was talking about Elvis. If you haven't seen the Elvis movie, it's definitely something you need to watch.
1: Spoiler alert.
0: Okay, now ain't no way. Who was it? B.B. King
1: Mm
0: mm-hmm was Richard little Richard all these men crying James Brown James Brown cried when Elvis died okay ain't no black people that statue gonna be crying over no white man okay let's keep it 1000% correct all of the articles all of the things that they said he said that was that colonel that was managing him that made those things put those things out there because let me tell you something most of the white people I know didn't even go see the movie because when they found out what type of movie it was that it wasn't about Elvis being a racist that it was actually about Elvis being a part of that culture doing that during that time they didn't go see it they still haven't seen it the ones I know so at the end of the day When I initially heard him talking about it, I thought of allies, right? That there are, I, I no longer have a really deep friendship, a friend of 16 years, 16, 17 years. We broke friendship last year because she absolutely detests white people, all of them. It doesn't matter who they are. They could do stuff for, they could help out. She don't like them. She don't trust them. And at the end of the day, that's her journey, but I can't let that get in my spirit because I know the people I work with. I know my followers, my subscribers, and I'm, that's not who I am. That's not how my parents raised me to not trust everybody. You know what I'm saying? so at the end of the day, I looked at it initially before I saw Candace Owens podcast as this being a thing of okay, we're going to wear these shirts and we're going to poke the bear, but we're saying white lives matter in the sense of our allies matter because in order to get the SEC to do something, that's some white people up there at the SEC, you know what I'm saying? To get them to roll on Kim like that, to steamroll the hell out of it and make her look bad because I'm telling you, she was all over the news and I don't feel that this was a distraction away from her. This was a, a chess move to say we could shock the internet and shut it down because for Candace Owens to say in our podcast that we shut down the internet today that's what they were going for that was the angle they were going for on top of them trying to prove how just a simple t-shirt and slogan will have people coming out
1: of their skin but then also when uh Kanye was asked you know why did he Designed the shirts and he made the comment that the black lives matter movement was a big scam. That was another hot topic that people wanted to run with and had different opinions on and saying, Oh, how could he say that? And how could he turn his back on the black people and his race and all these other different things. But newsflash guys that are listening to this, there was a lot of corruption in the organization when it first started. It might've had sincere beginnings, in trying to you know, bring about social action and justice for the things that were going on at the time. But there were so many people at the top that was taking money from it, running with it, getting indicted, getting caught up with money laundering and doing different things with the finances. That's a big problem when you're saying you're fighting social action and you're trying to get allies and you're trying to get people to see the injustices that happen to so many other people. And then... You sit there and have the option and the opportunity to to get the money in, to truly make change, and then you do something fraudulent mm-hmm. with it. That takes away all your credibility at that point. You have people now saying, oh, yeah, it was a scam. It was it was a whole big charade. It was this, that, and the other. And then now you lose all your respect with the ones that you're trying to gain respect with.
0: What cracks me up is when I saw some of the comments and some people were leaving comments on the, the post about the shirt, and some people were saying, Oh, Kanye do anything for the validation of, of, um, white people. And I said, well, isn't this a oxymoron? Okay. We sit here all the time. And I'm not going to say we, okay. But some black people sit there and it's just so funny to me because, you know, some black people will feel like, everything that's wrong in their world is because of white people keeping them down. And then there are some white people who are, um, how can I say it? They're not, they're not the six figure, seven figure people. Well, let me say seven figure people. They're not the millionaires, you know, they're average workers just like the rest of us. And they feel like all black people are just horrible because they always here for a handout You know, they always looking for a handout. They always getting handouts. That's why their lives are so great. And we just sit here paying our tax dollars. You know, we don't get nothing in return. That's the ideology. It's funny how there's similarities in that thought process, but both are wrong. I never sit here on this podcast, on my YouTube channel, at my job, and expect for somebody to respect me. I don't look for that. You know, I, I, I just don't, I know what my place is. I know what my mindset is. And I know that, you know, in that saying of, oh, you seek for validation from Kanye. Well, there are a lot of black people seeking validation, you know, to be treated equally. Are there things going on in this, this, um, country that are wrong? Are there things that have happened in the past that were wrong? Are there things currently nowadays that are wrong? Yes, there are. We're not saying that we're not, we're not saying anything about that, right? What we're saying is at the same time, there's a lot of things going right. And if we constantly look to always the wrong, then how we able to move forward. We're not able to move forward if we're always back with backwards thinking. So at the end of the day. One thing I did appreciate from this social experiment is the fact that, um, you know, it gave people an opportunity to see that it's okay to think for yourself. It's okay to think on your own. I feel like a lot of times, a lot of people feel trapped because social media makes you feel like your own family members make you feel like your own coworkers make you feel like, you know, your way of thinking is the wrong way of thinking because you thinking outside the box, you thinking for yourself. And today has really sparked something in me where I want to move this conversation forward because Candace Owens, like or not, at the end of the day, what she said in her podcast today, people ain't ready to hear that. They're not, they're not ready to hear that type of thinking. We could sit here and we could blame the Kardashians for everything wrong in the world. But at the end of the day, people are not ready to hear why their situations and why their lives are the way it is.
1: A lot of tough love. Tough conversation. It's
0: it's not even tough love. It's just tough (laughs) conversation. The one thing I will have to say about the whole entire Kanye situation that I don't like. This is what I don't like. Same way he can't be managed, I can't be managed either. And the same way the Kardashians got built up on the backs of people coming together and saying, wow, this family came really from, not from nothing, not from humble beginnings, but they were not A-listers in Hollywood. They were freaking F-listers in Hollywood. Okay? Because they were F and they way on up to the top. All right? Let's keep it real 1,000% correct. All right? But at the end of the day, people built them up to where they are now these these mega giants. And my fear is with Kanye is that we're doing the same thing. Look at Elon Musk this weekend unveiling a robot. We asked for a robot. Did anybody in the world ask for a robot? I didn't ask for a robot. I do just well warming my own food. I don't need to be locked up in a house like an iRobot with the grandma trying to make her little sweet potato pies. Look, I
1: don't need a robot. Elon trying to get ahead of the game. Somebody else was on the verge of making it. He has to always try to be the first.
0: I understand it, but now I'm looking like, okay, we're creating a bunch of mega monster giants because Kanye might have that way of thinking now, but five years from now, is he going to have that way of thinking? Is he going to get worn down by the black community and by other people that they feel like He gets to a point like it ain't no helping them. Nobody wants to see or move forward and thinking. So I'm just going to do me. Which he already pretty much rolls in a me only type mindset. You feel what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, my other issue with the shirts is. Don't put those shirts out without any context. Y'all waited a whole day to come out and finally tell us what the gag was. Okay. So I get being shocking i get you know being jaw-dropping but at the end of the day we too old for all this we too old to be sitting up here like mind readers and tarot card readers trying to read the brain of of uh kanye west past the ghost of christmas past because he ain't kanye west no more he ain't okay
1: But, but he also made that comment when he was there talking about like you know he represents the culture. So for him, he feels like he's has the pulse of what's in, what's hot, what's trending. Kim feels the same way, that she can control the media, the masses the same well, way. Well,
0: I will tell you this. the boots he been wearing, not they on Fashion over.
1: Yeah. not they on she And last time I checked, those ain't nothing but some rain boots.
0: Exactly. And now everybody wearing them. I just saw... On Instagram, I reposted it to my Instagram stories if you guys are interested in going there and looking at it. But I just reposted a video from a girl that had them boots on. And I thought to myself, now y'all be sitting up here laughing at Kanye in the boots going to the BET Awards and stuff. And he'd go to his girls wearing some freaking rain boots, just like Kanye West. That
1: look about six sizes too big. Mm-hmm.
0: But at the end of the day, it's not about that. It's the fact that they're going to emulate his style. And another thing I noticed, too, that if you are, if you get along with the boss, if you get along with, with white people at your job, if you get along with the boss that's white, if you get along with your coworkers at that work that's white, it just amazes me how black people be, that you work with be so quick to say, oh, look at you. Oh, you canoodling with the boss. Huh? Mm, she always kissing these white people behind. She always up in these white people faces. Why? Why? You mad? You not in in somebody's face? Like, I'm just confused by it all. And I guess this is kind of like a rant. This is kind of like a venting because I got a lot of this built up inside of me. Uh Uh-oh. Okay? It ain't about that. It's the fact that if my boss has my back, then I'm going to have... Y'all don't understand. There have been times I've worked for bosses that's Trump supporters. I know they are. They've told me. But that doesn't waver them seeing my worth. That doesn't even waver them paying me my worth. I've had some bosses that are that and still give me my raises. Still give me my bonuses. Still give me what's deserving to me as a black woman. In the medical field, in the healthcare professions, which is a hard field to be in if you are, you know, my race. At the end of the day, you could think whatever you want to think because you know what? I realize it's not about the approval of social media. It's not about the approval of what you think in the comment section. It is about my livelihood. It is about three people, four. April Butcher, Brian Butcher, Madison, and God.
1: Butcher is gonna say Banks.
0: <laughs> Banks Banks is skating on the thin line between love and hate, honey.
1: But you know what you just <laughs> said? What you said <laughs> coincides with exactly what you were also saying earlier with Elvis. Towards the beginning of his career, if you watch the movie, uh, people that are listening, he was inspired by the African-American or black culture. It influenced him heavily. And then, like you said, when the colonel took over as his manager and things, he tried to separate him from all that. Mm-hmm. And towards the end of Elvis's career in life... It was sad. He wasn't getting love from the white people. hmm They was putting the narrative out there that he was a racist. He wasn't getting the love from the black people. That was the colonel. So, at some point, he was on an island by himself. hmm and it's no different than like what you're saying, you know just because you have a boss that may be white that you know looks out for your best interests and treats you fairly, you're not accepted by your own other fellow black coworkers or other black people that may see that, but then you're also not hundred percent accepted by some of your white coworkers because they may not like that boss exactly.
0: for whatever reason so
1: exactly. you're on that island
0: exactly so it's just Always amazing on the
1: island so it's is amazing to me how similar situations different contexts. But same end result because because the white people that work with you on those levels feel like oh
0: she's only getting that type of attention or getting those types of raises or those types of opportunities because she's black we gotta fit the quota you know we gotta we gotta um, make it where it's diverse. So Level that's why of she's getting it. Field. Yeah, we gotta love in the playing field. So so that's the reason why she getting it. And then you got your black co-workers like, well, who she thinks she is? She over that canoe. Ooh, girl, I bet you they sleeping together. That's the other narrative they like to put it. Well, they must be sleeping together. Oh. You know, like even with my friendship with, you know, my one coworker here in Vegas, he never talked to anybody at that job. Never was nice to anybody. Never opened up to anybody. The minute they found out. That me and him was cool. Like cool enough I have met the wife. Cool enough I have been to the house. Cool enough I done been to parties at their house. The first question was. Oh they must be messing around. What the hell are you talking about? Like. Cause I'm friends with somebody. Like you're weird. At this point. Just because I'm friends with somebody that's white. And I get invited to their house. That makes me weird. Or that makes me different. Like people are not ready for that type of conversation. They're not. But you know what? April butcher is on a mission to create a safe space for those of us that are willing to have these conversations and for those to uplift each other that are on that mindset. And the other thing is too, when it comes to the Pope, for those of you that didn't do your research and wonder why, well, why was the Pope on the front? I went and I did my research. Okay. And I found out that the life of Pablo. Pablo was the Pope's real name. Uh, Pope John Paul, the, uh, what was it? The second, the third, the second. That was his real name, Pablo. And for whatever reason, he inspired Kanye. And I think the inspiration came from, and I was talking to my dad about this today because now I'm dating myself a little bit. But for those of you that don't know, back in the day when I was younger, like the 80s, mainly in the 80s, the Pope used to come to America, used to go around the Vatican in Italy, and the Pope would ride around in this little clear cart. Pope Mobile. Yeah, the Pope Mobile, honey. And the Pope would just wave to people, okay? And then you had Mother Teresa out there. Laying hands on people and healing people and creating miracles. Okay. And the thing about it is, is with the Pope and with Mother Teresa, I guess his inspiration is the fact that that man didn't have to touch an entire person, but he had the attention of the world. Am I lying? He ride around that Pope mobile. Couldn't nobody touch him, but he had the attention of the world. Okay. Now, fast forward to Pope Francis, from what I read online, and after my research, when Kim got robbed, and then Kanye had that mental breakdown in Europe, in Italy, Scooter Brown was trying to tell Kanye to go out there and make that money, okay? At the same time, they trying to commit Kanye, all right? I don't know how he did it but he got a meeting with the Pope, Pope Francis. Okay. And he got this meeting with the Pope at the Vatican. Okay. You can't tell me this man don't have no sense of gene. What black person, you know, don't sit down with the Pope unless he was already a priest. Okay. Now he goes and he talks to the Pope. Nothing is really said about what transpired. But the Pope came out and said that Kanye is a brilliant man. This is the Pope words, Sonny. Paraphrasing. He's a brilliant man and that he's going to be a priest or a pastor one day. I said, well, Lord be holy, speaking, speaking, um, prophesying over Kanye. <laughs> Who knew the Pope would be prophesying? Okay. Not lying, prophesying, prophesying. Mm-hmm. Okay over Kanye. So that's why the Pope was on that shirt. Because the whole album Life of Pablo was an inspiration of the Pope. Now I'm not saying every song on the album was about the Pope or anything like that or was it even appropriate enough for a Pope. But I think it was to create that shock value that the Pope had.
1: Not to mention I also feel that Kanye is is the master of, you know, the interpretation and misdirection kind of like a magician you know mm-hmm. they have your eyes focused on one thing when the trick is really going on someplace else you missed it already mm-hmm. I think he's good at that I think he's good at putting these things out there doing a little sleight of hand getting everybody all worked up you know Candace always pointed out all the things people should be upset about that they not talking obesity about obesity
0: and all the other things some things I agree with and some things I don't agree with with her but she said it. And it was on time. I she think. said what everybody that has forward thinking.
1: Yeah. Would been wanting to say, it, say yeah. but
0: too scared to say it because social media has us right where they want us. We are at a level on social media where we are so afraid, so afraid to say anything in order not be canceled. And the thing about it is is Kanye proved today that you can say whatever you want to say. You can wear whatever you want to wear. And it has no effect on your money, no effect on canceling. You know, most of the people that say, well, I'm glad I ain't never bought nothing from Kanye. Or they'll say, well, I ain't never buying nothing again from Kanye. You wasn't finna buy nothing in the first place. So stop with the cap. Okay. Let's keep it 1000% correct. If you wanted some of Kanye's, you would have done bought it already. So stop with the cap. Okay. It's irritating (laughs) to say the least.
1: And one thing I think we uh, we said a little something about earlier was just the fact that you know, it's a shirt. It sparked conversation. We're having this conversation now. People are listening. I hope there's some education that comes from this. And the common sense thing is, is that if somebody else would have made the shirt that said "White Lives Matter," "Black Lives Matter," "Blue Lives Matter," there's a million different shirts out there right now that say similar things that people try to capitalize on the marketing of that phrase but at the end of the day everyone's life matter no matter Mm -hmm. what color you are we all have one type of thing in common we all have blood that's flowing through us that you cut us we gonna bleed it's gonna be the same color so we need to stop sitting there getting so wrapped up in that and truly addressing the issues and problems that we have right now that can be addressed that's the furthest thing from an uproar or something that everybody should be focusing on right now, you know? hmm So for me, I think, you know, Kanye did what he needed to do. Candace Owens wore the shirt, got people talking, got people wondering.
0: Lauren Hill daughter wore the shirt. Models in the show wore, wore the shirt. You know, it is what it is. Like you either gonna sit here and be upset or keep it pushing, keep it moving. Because I mean, for me, it taught me that like you truly can say what you want. You don't have to be a part of the sheep. You know what I'm saying? A lot of this sheep behavior and a lot of these sheep on social media that be on Twitter. I honestly believe these are accounts, these, these accounts that just pop up with all these comments. I really believe these are accounts of the media. Gotta be. It got to be that are pushing these different narratives and things to say. Um, But I really believe that this was a, a game plan to snatch the internet from Kim and let her know that she ain't running nothing no more. That the same shock value she tried to do to the world, they could do it too and take over the internet. That was their goal, that was their mission. And for me, I guess the only thing that I kind of fear is the fact that we've built them up so much that we could have another Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates in our hands that want to change the world, but not really changing it for the sake of helping and bettering people. You're doing it for the sake of ego. And that there lies the problem. You know, I was trying to think if it was anything else that I wanted to cover, but I think that was pretty much it. With that being said, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope it was enlightening for you. I am going to be working on a project to make a safe space. I don't know if it will be a blog or if it'll be a Facebook group, or if it will be like an in-person retreat where those of us that have like minds, you know, that are, um, I was about to say the name of the, the thing I'm trying to do, but if you are of like mind and you feel like you're talking to your friends and your followers or whatever, and they don't get it, they don't get why you think you know it's not necessarily people be like oh you you just a kanye stand, you just a no everybody could get it okay putting up those t-shirts without context was wrong blatantly wrong and the other thing that's the other thing i wanted to mention too the last thing i wanted to mention was about the girl from um vogue now everybody was running with the story online that yeah kanye called out that girl and um Vogue, Anna went to her, ended her relationship with Kanye West. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Anna went to her, brought that girl up in there to talk to her and Kanye together. They hashed that out and walked up out of there. Now, this is what I'll tell you about that girl. And I don't know her name. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't mean to be disrespectful to her. But this is what I'll tell you about this editor-in-chief of Vogue that said what she said about the shirts she represents vogue she represents anna wintour and you got to remember kanye and anna wintour are really great friends so when you represent a brand on this level it's no different than these you know like when um what's the girl um from love and hip hop i forgot one of them girls from love and hip hop or like ari that lost their contract with Fenty because they said some crazy things. Okay. Two wrongs don't make a right. That's why they brought brought both of them together to have this conversation. Okay. Which I'm going to be having a deeper conversation on these fashion houses because there's a lot of things you guys don't know. And there's a reason why Kanye is making the comments about Virgil right now. There is a reason that you guys have no idea what's going on and it will further make you understand why I say the things I say about Kanye about how he has too much power right now and at times could be a bit hypocritical. Okay. Like I said, everybody could get it. We're going to talk about him being a hypocrite at times, but this is what I will tell you. I bet you they brought both of them in that office and they had to hash it out. He walked out with a smile. She walked out looking annoyed as hell. When you're representing a brand and you're working for a brand and you're working with one of their investors or one of their um, thought leaders or whatever it is that they want to term, term, um, give that term analogy or that, that name, that phrase, that catchphrase or um, whatever title they want to give Kanye at the end of the day. Right. At the end of the day, you work for that company. He don't. So, Anna can't really make him do anything. Only thing Anna could do is spark a conversation. Okay? You got to remember the Hadids, all of them, they all run in the circles of the Kardashians. So, are they really lashing out against Kanye because they really in support of this black woman? Or are they really lashing out against Kanye because they pissed off because he goes in on everybody, including their friends, the Kardashians? Exactly.
1: That's why you got to
0: read between the lines, honey. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You got to read between the lines. And that's what mother does. We read between the lines over here. We don't follow the masses. We don't get in line with the sheep. Okay. There are going to be a lot of people that like this podcast. And there's going to be a lot of people that don't like this podcast. At the end of the day, I can't be managed and nobody's going to twist my tongue or tie it up in a bowl and keep me from speaking. It is what it is. Okay? And we want everybody to have free thought. And I feel like they have to follow what everybody is saying. You can't tell me you go to work and you talk. You have conversations with people. And you just, yeah, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Brian looking at my face right now. But you can't be doing like (laughs) Medea, You know, just getting along to get along. And then you come home. You would not believe. What so-and-so said to me today, it was just so disrespectful. You know, they told me, you speak very well for a black girl. Like, how dare they say that to me? But when a person said it to you, you was, oh, thank you. Like, come on now, we need to stop these conversations happening time and time again. Address the situation head on. Tell them how you feel head on. Regardless of what those re- repercussions are, stop code shifting. Okay. And stand in your truth. You can't one minute. Tell me you're going to boycott Chick-fil-A boycott Boosie. Let's use Boosie as example. Boosie is the same man that y'all was canceling last year because he bought his child a stripper. Okay. His underage minor child, a stripper for their birthday. And y'all was ready to cancel him, Okay. Now Boosie is against Kanye for the shirt and y'all praising Boosie and putting Boosie on pedestals. Which one is it going to be? I'm confused. Okay. So at the end of the day, just wanted to come on, talk to you guys. Okay. Give you little guys a little education about the topic and the subject. Cause you've been waiting on it. And if you have any other questions or comments, definitely always leave them in the comment section or you could come to Instagram and leave me something in the DMS. Okay. Brian, you have anything else to say?
1: Just everyone. Thank you for your listening, you know, listening to us each podcast that we have put on so far. We appreciate you guys. We will always try to keep it real and keep it honest with you and, Make sure that we're always addressing the common sense that needs to be in the room and that needs to be said. I think we put a nice little bow on this one. I'm sure there'll be more things to come out later. And as they come out, we'll address them and and try to make light of the things that need to be made light of and to. So with all of those things, we'd just love to thank you guys. Have a blessed day, evening, or night, whenever it is that you're listening. And tune in next time.
0: Bye, guys.